This is Counterculture with Marie Busky. Wednesdays at 10 a.m. on Reality Chick Radio. You're with Counterculture and I'm Marie. And now I'd like to read something from journalist Rachel Stewart from her substack writing shotgun. Come on, sisters, let's make some noise. Let's be the gobby bitches they keep telling us we are. In mid-2021, when the New Zealand police showed up at my door, demanding my firearms and licence because of a humorous tweet I posted six weeks before, I knew our country was in deep shit. I won't bore you with all the details, many of you know the story, but suffice it to say a mass complaint was made by feral trans activists that was, shall we say, orchestrated and targeted. And the New Zealand police fell for it. Nearly $15,000 in legal fees later, my firearms and licence were returned to me. The state, who cleanly condoned the actions of the police, thought I was just a famous enough ex-columnist for the New Zealand Herald to be a hate speech test case. Thank God my legal team knew how to make them rethink their wild assertions. Because it was then they knew they wouldn't have come off looking like the absolute tits in the glare of the public court of law. And trust me, I would have gone all the way with it. I raise this because for some years now, women like me have been hammering on about the trans cult and the death of our rights because of it. Some days we feel like we're making good progress, but most days it's been a long, hard slog. In my case and many others, It's come at the cost both personally and professionally. Yesterday's debacle in Albert Park is somewhat unsurprising to many of us who have been on the front lines of this battle. Still, despite our yawning familiarity with the ways of men and dresses screaming at us, we still feel like we've been stabbed deep in the heart. And it's truly brought us home to how little women matter. In the aftermath of yesterday's frothing and violence by trans activists, we understand that the state, once again, did not have our backs. The New Zealand police chose only to stick Posey Parker in a car and drive her away, then quickly send her packing on a plane because they couldn't protect her. No, they chose not to protect her. At least she could get out of there. But NZ women are now stuck looking at virtually every politician and our poor excuse of the mainstream media saying it was all our own fault. And we're also left staring down the barrel of police inaction. It's depressing stuff. And look, you can make all the intellectual free speech arguments you want, but this is now beyond even free speech. This is visceral. This is deadly. So what do we want? What what did Posey Parker try to facilitate? I'll use my friend's superb letter here to our Deputy Prime Minister, Carmel Cipollone, which she wrote immediately after the horrendous interview with the equally horrendous misogynist Jack Tame this morning. It gives you a very clear steer. How are vulnerable women in prison going to be protected from violent sexual offenders who self-identify as women? What steps has your government taken to ensure the safety of women in women's prisons when the self-ID bill comes in in July? Have you seen Dr. Cass's report into the Tavistock Clinic? 
What work has been done to assure that children ensure that puberty blockers and hormone therapy are safe for children? Dr. Cass says there's not been enough research to know that these treatments are safe. What has been done to ensure the gender-affirming care guidelines currently in place in New Zealand will not result in the travesty that closed down the Tavistock Clinic? How are you going to protect young girls in women's toilets and changing rooms? In all other countries where self-ID has been brought in, serious issues of safety have arisen for women and girls when men who self-ID as women demand to use women-only safe spaces. These are serious questions. I haven't heard a single MP even attempt to address these issues. Smearing and cancelling women in an attempt to provide a forum for women to express their views on these issues does nothing to assure New Zealand women that you have even thought about the implications of self-ID, let alone secured any safety for us or our children. So we women have now been put firmly in our place. Women's voices will be silenced by men, fully backed by the New Zealand government. Bravo, and I encourage women to write similarly to all and sundry. You've been listening to Counterculture with Marie Busky on RCR, Reality Check Radio. Radio. Radio.